Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein meeting with you through my program, Our Wondrous World. This world so full of wonders. It never stops amazingly, <laughs> I must say. And what is happening in the world right now, finally, it seems everyone in the world has something in common. And that's the virus, the coronavirus. I can't believe how paranoid some people are getting. And I feel we should all be careful. But when you come to the point that you don't want to drink a particular drink because it's called corona, and because you believe now you're going to get infected, you are going too far. And also, if you believe you cannot send a letter or, or make a phone call to someone who's actually sick with the virus, and you believe you'll get it that way, that's also going too far, communicating with someone who has this particular virus. But if that particular person is communicating towards you back through uh, a letter or or an actual postcard, eh, that is, don't touch that one, you know, wash your hands, because that could carry some kind of virus or bacteria with it. So uh, there we go. Now, don't imagine things. I mean, imagine all the time, but don't imagine that things are worse than what they are. I really mean that. And I remember a cartoon I saw years ago, and I thought it was so good. And most people, I don't think, understood it. But it showed a man who was sitting on on a stool and with his knees crossed and his arms crossed and his eyes were crossed and he looked very perplexed and he said, you know, the worst problems I ever had I never really had. They were just in my imagination and that is the truth of the whole matter. When you imagine things imagine good things. It's so much better. If you right now don't feel good You know, let's say you believe, oh, now I have the flu, or now I have this particular virus. Sit down, take a deep breath, and allow that shiny light I talk about so much. Imagine that it's coming to you like a ray of light, and it shines through your thoughts, cleansing your thoughts, making them them straight and safe. And now that ray of light is going into your thoughts, Lungs, sweeping your lungs clean and clear with this loving, decent, shiny light. That light wants you to be well, unless you start to mess it up with negative thoughts. Then that light will be confused and doesn't know what you should do anymore. But basically, once you tune in your intention. To that imaginary image. And that is good. That is how your day is going to be. It sets a direction. It sets a pattern for your day. So do not imagine bad things. Imagine good things. I can hear someone, oh, yeah, but you don't understand. Well, yes, understand. I tried both. I've been imagining bad things. Of course, when you have grandchildren and you are the grandmother, you always, oh, do, do, you don't do that, don't do that. 
but it's just because that's what grandmothers do. <laughs> so you should now just listen to what I'm saying, and that is, you know, imagination is the power of the mind. It's the image-making power of the mind. You create the situation. You actually create an image that wasn't there before. It's a kind of a goal setting. So what is it you wish for? Imagine that as an image. Who wants a bad goal? No, I don't want, you know, bad thoughts or or bad goals. So look for a goal that is good for you and actually good for everyone. Well, you'll be well and everyone just make this goal that you feel well and everyone else should feel well. How simple that is. So um, we have uh, uh, this thing that you can actually decide many times how well you're going to feel. If you now lie in bed and you don't feel too hot, actually you feel hot, but hot in a different way, but you don't feel too well. And you start to think, oh, no, I feel so bad, I feel so bad. And this is what goes through your head all the time. What is going to happen? You're going to feel worse and worse. So now instead, if you're lying there in bed, you're not feeling that great. Begin to just whisper to yourself, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. And you allow that loving, shiny light to shine through your body, cleansing it, throwing out all shadows and all negative feelings and just decide that you are now going to feel wonderful. You're feeling well. Imagination is of the future. Have you thought of that? It's something that's coming up more and more now for our future century, the millennium, if we're going to live that far beyond this. And Einstein suggested that imagination is so much more important than knowledge. How could that be? Well, you know, knowledge is some kind of limitation. You learn knowledge. Someone teaches you knowledge. Imagination is all yours. It's your own creation. You can write a book all on your own. In a fantasy, imagine things. Knowledge. When you write a book on knowledge, you really have to know stuff. You have to know your subject. And it has to be believable and has to be proven. I very much compare uh, these two, you know, knowledge and imagination to religion and um, uh, spirituality. So you have religion, which is, you know, the knowledge. You know certain things. And you have your knowledge retrieved from somewhere. And you divide that into chapters, into points and everything. Where spirituality, you are free to go. Just let yourself fly up in that imagination. And it's with that power that you invent, you know, a house, for instance. But now, 
to build your dream house. Now you need the knowledge. Now you need the design. You need the architect. You need the plumber and the electrician and everything else to, to put it all together. So imagination is something that is actually something to count on in every way because it's your freedom. It is being free in your thoughts, in your mind, in your views, and in setting your goals and in setting limits, or rather in setting no limits because the sky is the limit in your imagination. And now since our world is getting more open to spirituality, we are more open to everything that is imagination. Children have heaps of imagination. And I'm sure if you remember when you were a child, you were told, oh, don't imagine things. Or even you have told your children now, oh, you are imagining things. This cannot be. I was told that all the time. And, you know, when my family knew that I saw things, but, you know, I came to school and the teachers didn't believe when I said, oh, I saw, you know, I saw Jesus or I saw something, they just didn't believe me. But this was my truth because I was like all children at the time, open to any kind of imagination. Imagine is not fantasy. Imagination is just a part of your brain that sees further. Yes. Imagination is a part of your soul or your brain or your mind that sees further. And that's why you should be proud of saying, this is what I imagine it could be. It's just, and it's in a way a different kind of fact. We cannot see it yet. It's not here with you yet. However, Now in all this, what you are to remember is imagination. Use it. You want to win the lottery. Imagine you are winning it. When you put those numbers down, just say, I only want winning numbers. The times I've done that, it has worked. I won. I would probably be focused enough on it to make it, you know, make the what is it, the trillion uh, dollars, you know, the, all that, uh, you, you make the 300 million. But I had one, you know, good prices, you know, where you are in the lower ranges through the years. Nothing I have pursued much, but still. And also when you go to the, you go into gambling in one way, just be open. And I have this saying, let go and let God. And that is, Letting your imagination fly, because then that power comes in that we call the life within us, or the power called God. My own work consists of a stream of imaginations or a stream of images. It means I get imaginary images. They're given to me from the universe. And when I'm together with a client 
and they have a problem. I see that problem produced in an image, like a video, that in a way I can see how this happened and what was the cause of the problem. And now I'm following this imaginary, ho, 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 they're not imaginary, they're given to me from spirit, but for someone else they would be imagination. And I'm following those instructions that I'm giving from the universe. And uh, now I start to talk. And those of you who have come to sessions with me, you know, you remember that I keep on telling a story like you're walking through a garden or through the woods or up in the mountains or something like this. And I talk like I'm telling a story. Thing is in metaphors and symbols. And what I'm actually doing is responding to the energy that's given to me and just produce that into words, the metaphors and the symbols. And we're going through your subconscious mind. And that way, kind of clear away your problems. And as soon as I kind of done my story, which can be anything for five minutes to 35 minutes, I'm given a new image. And in that image, you look good. You are well. The problem is gone. And the person who was not whole before, but who was full of problems before, is now whole again. And the healing has taken, has taken place. So that is my imaginary world. Uh, but it is seen in the reality that we know. So what we are doing then is happening on a level of a different dimension within us, around us, to this really well and go along with it. And you don't even have to understand the language. I've done this with people who don't understand the language I've been speaking because some languages I just don't talk. And the same with them. So I just keep on talking. And it works with animals also. But sometimes some people might have to process this in their subconscious mind for a few days before it can go into effect. This is why so-called healing works differently for each one of us. So everything is actually an interesting process with imagination. And let's do a little practice of imagination, right, all of us. So you're listening to this, to the show. If you're driving a car, my goodness, you cannot. Many people listen to me in the car. And uh, uh, I, I just uh, want to make sure that you usually listen to me, not in the car, but when I talk, that's okay. But then when I come to so-called meditations and you have to close your eyes or, or you believe, oh, I keep my eyes closed and I can hear her anyway, don't do that because you would just be fading away and you will not pay attention. So if you're driving a car, go and park. 
So now you begin to relax and relax and relax. And you know that within you there is a power called I am the light. This is your ultimate truth. This is the one that you truly, truly are. It is the God flame within you. And now you feel that you have that God flame within your chest area. And you take a deep breath. And now that feeling of warm light is beginning to twinkle and shine and rotate in your chest area. And as it dies, it's spreading into your lungs, all into your lungs, all through your lungs. And I'm saying clear, clean, cleansing your lungs from any kind of outside virus. And you begin to feel convinced that, yes, I am clean. Inside of me, my lungs are full of loving white light. And now there is like a wave of green light coming through your lungs. And green light is a healing light, absolutely loving, healing light. And it goes through your lungs. And you take a deep breath and feel so relaxed. And now you have this rotating, shining, healthy, loving energy within your chest area. And it's spreading out throughout your body into your shoulders and arms, down from your chest into your lower part of your body, into all your organs, cleansing them, making them stronger, making you feel that all is well. You trust the light and you decide now that you are going to put good thoughts, good ideas, good intentions into your mind and send it further throughout your body and clear away any kind of fear from your system. And should you just at any time feel, oh, no, I don't don't feel good. Oh, no, clear, clear. Throw that out and begin to feel I'm well. Decide in your mind, I'm well, I'm well. I'm feeling wonderful. I'm feeling really, really well. Are you meant to do this? This is what we have been given as a gift from God Almighty. And I mean that. Who is God? Well, God is what I call the light. And we were created in the image of God. We've been told that since we were really small and in school or Sunday school and all the time, that we have that light within you. And you're meant to use it. You're meant to use it at all times particularly if you're at a time of fear. Have you read my book? I keep on insisting you have to read it because it explains all these things. 
the white light, a limitless reality by Helena Steiner Holstein from Amazon. You can get it from anywhere where you send sell books, and you can get it from my website where you also get the CDs and the MP3s. The website is called speakingtoyourheart.com. Speakingtoyourheart.com. There you go. So uh, years ago, my first website was called Faith Healing. And it did extremely well. I was just talking about my healing sessions and so on. And uh, I was at one time also ranked one of the best psychic healers in the world. Now, of course, so many other people are doing it, and I'm probably doing it less. Of course, I was on the move all the time before. Now you have to call me up. You have to contact me over the phone or over Skype. But I'm still here. That said, uh, and I saw an imprint of that website. You know, why is it not there anymore? Because somehow someone took it away. Someone stopped it. This was a long time ago, and this was not the thing to do at that time. I got, you know, some churches against me and said, you know, this was not of God. Well, what was it? Of course it is, uh, but it was not of their church, so to speak. And I got all those fanatics who were against everything else that was, you know, they couldn't control. So they managed to take that website away from me with the title and everything. And um, anyway, what I said that, and I saw this old printout, in this field of healing, we make a leap beyond the range of technology to a higher level of knowledge, beyond time, place, and reason, from where we believed it was impossible to where it can be possible. This is what imagination is about. Yes, this is imagination. We go from where we believed it was impossible to where it can be made possible to a place beyond the range of technology to a higher level of knowledge. Beyond time, place, and reason. So that is your God-given ability that you have within you, imagination. Remember now, I say you use it for the good for you. You can also use it for the bad, of course. When I was small, when I was young and went to school, uh, the lowest grades, I didn't always want to go to school, and I kind of made myself sick the days I wanted to get sick. <laughs> it was very easy. I just imagined that. I just said in the morning, oh, my head aches. Oh, I, I'm, I'm hot. I don't feel good. And I was all those things, and I had the headache. I was running the fever. Of course, I could stay home from school. And usually it was just one day, then I wanted to go back again. So this worked so well. And then when my daughter was the same age, the same thing with me. And particularly 
not the, the daytime for school so much, uh, but she did it for the evenings when we were going out and we had a babysitter for her. She apparently didn't like that much. So then just when we were about to open the door to leave, the babysitter came running, oh, you know, she's having a fever. She's running a fever. You cannot leave me with that. And in the beginning, we fell for it, you know, and we stayed home. And 10 minutes later, she was fine. But I saw through that later on. And and I just said, oh, get over it, you know. <laughs> we left anyway. And, of course, she didn't like that much. And uh, we just had to live with it for a little bit. But it was just the strength of her power. I'm sure she's forgotten all that by now. But so uh, the the bad thing about imagination is you can imagine bad things for yourself. You, if you're going to play a match, let's say a good match, I mean tennis or something, and you're nervous about the tennis match, oh, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose, and I see myself losing, of course. You have created that for you. You're going to lose. Or, oh, I know I'm going to have an accident. I know I'm going to have an accident. I know I'm going to have... And you say that, you're going to have an accident. Or, I know I'm going to get sick. I know I'm going to get sick if I do that. You're going to get sick. And I many times tell the story about, um, which is a true story in uh, Russia, Siberia. And uh, this was uh, in a... And was, you know, a horrible place, of course. And that's where they usually sent their political uh, prisoners. And uh, the prison camp I'm talking about was just, you know, uh, one story building. And the prisoners they were there, but they couldn't go in and out because they had to do work and everything. Else. But it was ice cold outside. So they were bundling up and then they were not out that long. But and next to the sleeping quarters of the prisoners, there was what they had, what they called uh, a cold room. It was an outside addition to the building. And this cold room was a place where they would put the prisoners if he had tried to escape or something like that. It was just a shed where they had just put some boards together very loosely uh, so one could see through them here and there and was blowing through those holes and cracks, and was snowing through those holes and cracks, and it was just a horrible place. And in the middle of that, there was a bench. And uh, the part of the punishment was that the prisoner had to strip down to his underwear, take off his socks and shoes, and they placed him on that bench for the night. And, of course, he was soon freeze to death. So that was what the punishment was. And then, you know, the the temperature over there was like minus 20, minus 30. So it was very, very cold. And this particular story uh, about this prisoner who had tried to escape, they came and they took him to this little out, this cold room, and put him there and locked the door. And he was left there, you know, totally basking except for his underwear. And they came back the next morning and found him sitting there, rosy cheeks and, you know, just like looking like he was sitting on the beach. And the bench was all like no ice or snow on it. It was just like dry. Amazement 
they just kind of made the cross signs and he said this was God's will. And Russians are very religious. Even through those communist times, they were very religious. They they were not allowed to practice it, but they believed in God. And he was freed. But what happened? What kind of miracle was performed? What this man did, he just imagined himself sitting on a hot beach. And the wind that was blowing through, that was just, graceful, beautiful, balmy wind. He felt wonderful through the whole night. He stayed awake through the whole night, just focusing on this warmth that he was now creating within him and around him. And he felt really good through that, so much that he survived the whole ordeal. So that was a very strong example for you. And we can do these things all the time, particularly if you feel a little sick, maybe make yourself totally well. Or if you feel really very, very sick, make yourself at least not so sick, just through your imagination, or totally well. Why not? And there's another story like that, and this one is closer to home, uh, out Midwest somewhere. And about a man who worked at a hotel restaurant. They also had a cold room, but of course, a refrigerated room, but it was not the cold, cold room, it was not a freezer. It was a room just for the vegetables and the potatoes and so on. And uh, it, it had a much, much nicer setting with shelves and proper floor and so on. And when his... Uh, shift, you know, his day had finished in the evening. He just popped into that cold room to check on some vegetables if they had enough supply for the next day. But somehow, the door locked on him, and he couldn't get out. And there was no one who heard him when they tried to to bang on the door, and his cell phone didn't work. So now he was closed into this place. No one knew how he felt or what he was doing. But they found him the next morning, huddled in a little corner. And he had put all kinds of rags and towels around him that he'd found in this room. And he had frozen to death. He had the symptoms having frozen to death as if there had been ice in that room as if he had been in the same temperature that we talked about in Siberia, minus 20, minus 30. But it wasn't. It was just like a nice summer evening up north. So there you go. He imagined that was cold in there, and he was probably frightened. And that was what cost him his life. So this was what imagination did to him. And now think about you. How is your imagination? What I hear about a lot is, oh, you know, if I don't get more jobs, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go bankrupt. I'm going to lose everything I have. I'm so scared. And I tell everyone, why do you even create that thought? It's not good for you. It could happen. 
it could happen anyway, of course, without you imagining it, because life is, is that way. Things happen. But don't, hap- don't help the bad things to come your way. Don't help the bad things to come your way through your own imagination. Help the good things come your way. If you have a health condition, imagine you are now getting better. If you have a health condition and you go, for instance, for medical treatment, well, you are part of that doctor's or that institution's schedule. You're in there. Are they willing to let you go? Sometimes not. So you have to make sure that you're not going to be on that sick schedule much longer. And if you are the same with some mental counseling, you're also on that mental counselor's schedule who's who's counting on your presence every week, every month, year after year. Is that where you want to be? Imagine yourself more freedom. Imagine yourself being free from all those old chains. You can do it. You can. It's amazing how well you can get through your imagination. What is imagination? It's trusting. Yes, it's a mindset. Imagination is also an attitude. I don't know, not yet. I'm not ready to get well yet. Why? Why are you not ready to get well yet? What is stopping you? Oh, maybe then you have to be on your own. You have to handle this on your own. Yes, that's what God meant you to do. We were created that way. That was the intention of the higher power. That we should use this power. We can do so much. I wish I could fly myself because in a way, do that too through our imagination. I do put myself in my imagination. When I used to live in, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, I used to live on the intercoastal and uh, saw the boats sweep by. And for fun, I used to imagine myself truly, you know, I placed myself on that boat for a few seconds and I was truly there. It was a practice. So we can imagine ourselves moving from one place to the other. It's not at all impossible. So there are lots and lots of things we can do through that belief of yours, through that belief of ours. Can you? Are you willing? Do you have that attitude, that trust, that belief in yourself? And what do you want to believe in? A couple of days ago, there was a lady who sent me a very nice email that, oh, yeah, she had really wanted to, uh, she had wanted to have an appointment with me for so long, and she had been looking for me. Now, finally, she found my email. My email is drhelenainfo at yahoo.com, Helena. My name, info, short for information, at yahoo.com. 
as she sent that nice email and that she wanted to have an appointment as quickly as possible. And I answered equally cordially back and said, yes, she could have one. It's not hard to get an appointment with me because this is how I work. And um, and then with my uh, schedule, uh, with the hour we were going to meet, I sent her a flyer. You know, I have a, like a package of like six, seven pages or something. Just, uh, you know, what is happening and what it's all about. And people find that very good and informative. And with all the information about, you know, banks and emails and whatnot, everything is in that. I had one paragraph where it said, you know, you might also uh, be aware there are lots of side effects. Those side effects are you will feel wonderful. You will feel stronger than before. You will have, you will sleep better. You will probably fall asleep more easily than before. And usually people are nicer than before. You know, all those things, you know, good things. Then I said the last sentence, in some unusual cases, you might feel worse for a moment uh, before you get better. But that's very good for you because it only means you're getting rid of a lot of, you know. Then she emailed me, oh, no, now I'm scared. I dare not do that session with you because think if I will have a very strong reaction and so on, la, 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 and la, 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 didn't want to have an appointment. I didn't even answer because I didn't know what to say. She had already decided that she wasn't going to get well because she was afraid that she, for a minute or two, would maybe feel worse. I had one uh, woman who came to me, and uh, she had cancer. She said, what do I know? You know, people come to me and say they have this and that. I'm not a doctor, so I don't give a diagnosis on that. And she said, oh, yes, I have cancer, and I don't want to do the chemo and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm listening. And then... Uh, I do my usual thing with her, and everything was fine. She was, she said, "Thank you," and she went home, and she threw up, and she said, "Threw up very much." And she said also when she called me up a few days later, she went to the doctor, who said, "Well, I don't see a cancer anymore. Maybe you never had cancer." And that's what doctors usually say when they don't see it anymore. But they're very happy to say it in the first place. So I leave that up to you. And these things happened. There was another woman who came to me, and she had, you know, what do you call that thing when that grows on your, uh, you know, when your thyroid is starting to swell and uh, grows into almost a tumor on top of your neck. Anyway, she had that growing. And she was scheduled for an appointment for a surgery a few days after that. She, um, she went back home and threw up in the night after having been with me. In the morning, that growth had disappeared. Her neck looked really good. And she had to cancel. Well, with pleasure, she canceled her surgery. 
So these things are, in a way, of course, that imagination. If she'd had the search, it moved it that way, it would not have been an imagination. Of course, much more believable to most people. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You see the results. And it's all the effects of the imagination. Because I work only out of the field of imagination. That is what counts for you. So, I think we will do our little meditation here. If you hear music, that Stephen Halpin's beautiful music. The CD that I use always is Gifts of the Angels. And you can get that from his Inner Peace Music website. Inner Peace Music dot uh, com. Stephen Halpin. And now you begin to relax. You close your eyes. And you take a deep, deep breath. You know that within you there is a place that knows all, that sees all. And that place is called I am the light. You go deeper and deeper within you. And you feel more and more and more relaxed with the one that you are. Are a shiny light. That is the truth of the one that you are. And that shiny light within you is that God light, that eternity within you. That place within you that knows all, sees all, hears all, knows absolutely everything. It is your best friend and it listens to you at all times. And now you relax. Your whole body is relaxed. You feel it. You know it. And everything around you is calming down. You take another deep breath and feel you are relaxed. You decide you are relaxed. And should a disturbing thought or image enter your mind, throw it out. Yes, throw it out. And allow only those good thoughts to come through to you. You imagine yourself in a beautiful garden. This garden is far, far away. Far, far away. On the other side of this planet Earth. This is your God. It's your Fantasy God. Everything in this garden is so colorful, so shiny, so sparkling, bright. And the green is greener than most greens you have seen before. And you enjoy all the greenery around you. 
within you. You have that little inner voice talking to you, telling you, you are a shining light. And you have a wish. Let that shiny light shine within you and around you. You feel relaxed. You feel very, very relaxed. You are in harmony. Completely in harmony. You know now that the one you are is someone very powerful because you are now programming your mind to be colorful beyond measure. Yes, you know you are making your power, that shiny power of the light. You're turning that into your reality. Something you can use every day at any time of the day for the good tension of your heart or your mind. You wish for good things in your love, in your life. Good things that are good for you and for everyone. You enjoy being the one that you are. You are now understanding there is something that is there for you at all times. All you have to do is to feed it the right information, the right wishes, the right words. The right words are those that are positive, that are beneficial for you. For everyone, you create words and feelings that will move you forward and make you feel happy and healthy from now on. You are so relaxed, so completely relaxed. I am a shining light. On this earth, I will feel and talk and live according to this shiny light that shines within me now and at all times. You are feeling content about you. You have now found the form. That your good life begins with you. How you imagine your life. How you imagine that life is. The way you wish for it to be. A good life, an easy life, a healthy life. Where your body is functioning properly. Where all organs are 
are working in harmony with each other. And now you take a deep breath. A release of all the old. And you're relieved to know that you now have your life in your hands. The life and I are now going to work together for the good of my good health, for the good of this country, for my country, for the good of this country, for the good of this planet. You always think further and further and further because this is, this is what imagination does. Imagination is absolute freedom. There are no limits anywhere. And you are so well connected to that energy at this point. And now, slowly, slowly, when I count to seven, you're going to come back to the here and now. Number one, you feel safe. You are feeling so in harmony with the one that you are somewhere within you. Yes, because the truth within you, that is your proper truth. The truth that you have within you, that is the one that you are. One, two, three, four, you love the light. You love that energy within you that will help you create and imagine new happy things in your life, like good health. Because once you have your good health, then you have everything before everything else. Because if you don't feel really, really good, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It truly doesn't because your health and well-being is what comes first. And you have that ability within you to make that straight within you, to make your body go in that right direction. Start now. How about that? Everything is beginning in your mind. Imagination is in your mind. Imagination is the power of your mind. Let your mind open up and be free. Yes. Be free, free in your body, in your mind. And when I say body, you know your brain is your body. To begin to open up your thoughts, your intellect, your logic. Open up that logic and stretch that logic a little bit further. 
you will discover a totally new world out there. One, two, three, four, five, six, and now number seven, eyes again. And stretch your body. And listen to this meditation, you know, just uh, go to this or, or just Keep the meditation somehow and download it to your phone because uh, these meditations go deeper than you realize. And my, you can find my meditations. I have CDs and you can download those also from the website speakingtoyourheart.com. And if you're looking for ebooks and you don't find the ebooks on your usual web book sites in other countries, because many people uh, on my show are in different countries. Someone said it was 84 countries, uh, and that's great. Thank you very much. And you can download the ebook from Amazon, from Kindle, and buy it there. So. I think this was all for today. I see you soon. And in the meantime, keep in touch with me. I think I was going to do some questions maybe this time, but uh, many of these things I said had to do with the questions that have been asked. And um, I kind of put them in together with that. So in the meantime, have a wonderful week. Be well. And remember... So much you worry about is only in your mind. It never happened. Don't make it happy through giving it too much focus. Don't nurture it. Don't nurture your imaginary doubt and fear. Go away from that. Be good, be happy. Look for the light in your life. The light lives within you now and at all times. And allow it to shine within you and around you. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you from sunny Florida yet again. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much. And send me an email anytime you feel like it. DR for Dr. Dr. Helena Info, short for information, at yahoo.com. My website is speaking to your heart, Devail. Activate is written A, C, T for Tom, I, V for Victor, A, L for Love, E for Edward. Activate, which is also the name of the institute or the company that I'm running. Okay, thank you so very much. Bye-bye.